entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. <laughs> so, so, on a personal note, on a personal note, uh, the other Josh, I'm sorry, he's just Josh now. Uh, just Josh, he got scammed by our own company. <laughs> <laughs> and he fell for it. They, uh, oh, I fell so hard. Man, you are, uh, you probably, that, that's, I'll be honest with you, of all the the embarrassing things that could happen, that's the most embarrassing thing. Probably shouldn't have told me about it because I'm just going to tell everybody. That's oh, fine. I, I sent it right to IT anyways, and he gave me a sad face. We have a, uh, you know, we have a large company, uh, several hundred employees, and they get emails from all over. I mean, being a news agency or you know, uh, so-called, we get a lot of we get a lot of um, emails that people click on and images and PDFs and whatnot, and a lot of them are phishing scams. So they came up with this whole program, and they hired an expert. We had to all go through a test, <laughs> and if you scored like 80% or lower on the test, you had to retake it. I it was, retook it. They're like, please. I failed the first time. You failed? The, oh, yeah. Obviously. Well, you oh, failed. Yeah. Anyway, so the other Josh, uh, you know, we, we did like a year ago. We all were like, whatever. I don't personally open, read. Any of my emails, Facts. I don't click on anything. I don't even like to taste my own food first. I have Hannah <laughs> tasted before. I'm like, here, taste this. Make sure you don't get sick. And then, uh, then I imbibe it. But anyway, but anyway, so I don't. I, this isn't. This doesn't pertain to me. But the other Josh opened up an email that what it was sent from our company or something. It was sent from someone saying someone's trying to access my company Google Drive. Yeah. Which I don't have a company Google. You Drive. You don't have a company Google <laughs> so Drive. Somebody may have tried to this set one up in my worse. name. <laughs> this is getting worse. You did you know you didn't have a company Google Drive? I knew Drive? I didn't. I thought somebody maybe tried to set one up in my name. Okay. And who knew what they were trying to share? So then you so you get this email saying somebody's trying. To access something you don't even have, right? And what do you do? I click the link really you, fast. You click the Before link. Before I read any of the email, it yeah, says, you just click it. here if you didn't try to do this. And then all of a sudden it went, yeah, big sirens. And all the fish said, it said, oops, you clicked on a simulated phishing test, and phishing spelled PH. Yeah, which simulated. means someone trying to get you to click on the link. I mean, look, the good news is it wasn't a real phishing test, it was a simulation from our <laughs> corporate security to yeah. make sure that idiots like, well, I'm sorry, to make sure that people aren't being yeah. idiots yeah. and click on the, wow, I can't believe, I can't believe you're, now you know what it is, you're going to have a file, and the, the IT oh, guy's creating a file. I have a rap right sheet? Probably so. Wow. I would just, if I were them, I would just. I'm like a felon. Man, I can't believe you fell for me. I need a tattoo on my eye or you're something. You're so, you're so, hey, do you want a tattoo of a fish swimming into my eye? By the way, do you want to buy a bridge I have for sale? How much? Uh, it's really cheap. Yeah, click. Well, then go. They're happening again. Wow, that's it. Anyway, 855 What is up, everybody? It's Friday today, and we're so excited. We're so happy. Oh, by the way, fake news Friday coming up a little later on today. I don't believe anything anymore. No, we're going yeah. to we're gonna have to prepare for that. Okay. So start clicking on some links and getting us some fake news Friday information. We're going to do that here in just a little while. Uh, also, I'll tell you what. What an exciting week it's been, hasn't it? The first week of the Joe Biden presidency, and already there's so much to laugh about, uh, to talk about. This guy, I'm going to be honest with you, I... The, the 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 people online there's there's certain various I would let's just say less than kind individuals are are betting to see how long Joe Biden will actually be physically or mentally able to to retain his position as president every single day I think that there's I think there's there's less and less of a chance that he's still president by the end of the year and in that one year time that he will be our president uh, he just doesn't care about anything the rules that he makes are not for me they are for thee he's coming up with rules that he's just and he's the first one to break them and he does, doesn't even seem to have any kind of remorse and we've got a whole bunch of that uh, we've got a whole bunch of examples of that coming up also i don't you know if you know this but the most popular president in history meaning joe biden who received what 800 million votes in a country with only 327 million people uh the, the most popular president in history is the least popular social media personality of all time joe biden who you would think getting all this support from all over the place who millennials apparently love and who you know all the the tech corridor loves this guy loves this guy you would think that he would be super popular on uh, on youtube and other places but the opposite <laughs> the opposite is true we'll bring you that story as well there's a lot of paper in here i think a lot of it is just like ads that got printed out um, accidentally. What else is happening today? Oh, this is exciting. This is exciting. As if you thought that the Twitter ban of Donald Trump was going to send this company into the toilet super fast, well, you were right. But something else happened yesterday that is going to 
probably mean that, you know what, at this point, I'm trying to figure out who's going to last longer in their job, Joe Biden or Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, because this guy just keeps doing dumber and dumber things. And and Twitter as an entity, if you're a stockholder in Twitter, dump that stuff, man, because it is not going to come back. And before long, uh, you're going to you're we're going to all be looking for a new social media. I mean, we already have. But it's it's they just continue to do the dumbest things any corporation in 2021 can do. We've got that story coming up as well. Plus, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. I don't know if, you know, they say some people were just born to do this or born to do that. Uh, Ron DeSantis was clearly born to be the governor of Florida. He was on Fox and Friends this morning and he had uh, he had this elderly gentleman, a 100 year old, who was supposedly the millionth person in the state of Florida to get the vaccine. But this guy, he's come so far from congressperson to first year governor to now in his what is he in like his this guy is an incredible asset to the state of Florida and he gets better and better every single day. I know a lot of people are talking about 2024 and they're like, look, is Donald Trump coming back? Is he not going to come back? Is the Senate going to impeach him? Will he even be allowed to come back? But whether he knows it or not, whether he's trying to do it or not, Ron DeSantis is putting himself at the top of the list for president in 2024 uh, or presidential candidate for, for the Republican Party. I personally am against it. I don't want to see that because I, li- I like him where he is. I live in Florida. I like the strong leadership we have in Florida. I don't want him leaving Florida to go do something else. I'd rather he do what Rick Scott did. Rick Scott said, OK, I can serve as governor of Florida for eight years. Did that, got it out of the way, then said, how else can I continue to serve the state of Florida? I'll go be a senator. If if, if he wants to do his full eight term or eight years as the governor of Florida, great. Then Ron DeSantis will have my blessing to go and pursue a higher office. Um, but the guy is just killing it. And I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell you exactly what he did today that set. I mean, it, it sh- everybody should be doing this. Every governor. Sh- you, he should just write a book governing for dummies by Ron DeSantis and ship it to every other governor, especially in Michigan, especially in New York, especially in California, because that guy's about to lose his job. And get it out there because he I don't know where he learned to do it, but he does it just so much better, um, so much better than anyone else. And then finally today, there's this talk of a of a third party forming, (laughs) which I've been I've been reading about it. I've been hearing about it. People have been asking my opinion about it. I've seen people say I'm done with this. I'm going here. I have some strong opinions about the third party probability uh, in 2024 as well. And we'll get into uh, we'll get into some of that um, here in just a minute. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. If you want to uh, give us a buzz, you can call in from anywhere. Um, we're uh, we're also uh, broadcasting on Facebook. We have a, a ton of people already on Facebook who are checking us out, and we appreciate that. We have a, a ton more on YouTube as well, and we appreciate everyone watching it from YouTube from all over the place. We appreciate the super chats. Twitch, I know people are like, you're not on Twitter anymore. Well, that's true. Um, but we were easy to find. You can go to, you can download our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV in the App Store. And in addition, in addition to being able to send us open mic messages and get your messages to us and be part of the program, you can also, you can also listen to the show anywhere. 855-765-1045. We're going to take a quick break. We got a lot to get, a lot to get, a uh, lot to get to. So I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit more coffee. We're going to make sure that, uh, we're going to make sure that Josh isn't clicking on anything you shouldn't click on. And we will be back here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show. This is the Marquesha. My name is Marquesha. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. So the couple, let's, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Ron DeSantis or do we want to start with Joe Biden? Or do we, I, There's so much to get into today. I don't even know. It's one of those days where I'm like, what's the best? What's the best way? You know, why don't we start with uh, why don't we start with Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden, <laughs> this guy, this guy, Joe Biden just he doesn't like rule. He's not like a rules guy. He's not. He did. You know, it's like whatever. Here's I'm going to tell you to do this. But then I don't know if he thinks it's because he's the president or because he's just been around long enough. You know, like old people, like they're just like, hey, I've been 90 years. Old. I don't need your rules. I've been living long enough. They like kind of get that mentality like. Oh, you may have a rule like you may need to wear a shirt into this restaurant, but I don't because I'm I'm old enough. I have you know, you may need to wear shoes, but I don't. 
You know, I don't you may need to be able to see the road when you're driving, but I'm old enough that I don't have to. I can just drive. No matter. You can't take my license away from me because I'm 90. Uh, And I feel like that's how Joe Biden is with a lot of these executive orders and a lot of these mandates and things. And a couple things happened uh, the past couple days. Well, I mean, he's only he's only been president for two days. Um, But a couple of things have happened which have shed some light on this. And either he's going to have to then maybe it's just that he makes a rule and he forgets what it is. That could be it, too. He could write, he could sign one of these executive orders, put it away. There's 10 other executive orders. I mean, I can barely keep track of them um, myself, and I'm half Biden's age. So I'm wondering if maybe he just signed something, forgets what he signed, and then doesn't realize it until somebody calls him out on it. And luckily, there are still reporters that are calling them out on it. And what happened was Joe Biden uh, went out to the Lincoln Memorial the night Uh, of the inauguration with his family, and he took a bunch of photos. Well, one reporter in the press gallery had a question for the brand-new press secretary. What's her name? Pisaki or Pataki or Pisaki or Pisaki? I don't know what her name is. But uh, he had a question for the new press secretary, and she wasn't ready for it. Listen carefully. Why weren't President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times? All right. (laughs) Seems like a legitimate question. Joe Biden, hours earlier, signs an executive order saying masks are required on all federal property at all times. Then Joe Biden, literally an hour later, goes out to federal property without a mask on. And this reporter asks uh, the press secretary, why is it if, you know, you're supposed to wear a mask on federal property at all times, why is he not wearing a mask on federal property? And she, I believe, is totally taken aback by this question. I, I think, Steve, he was celebrating uh, an evening uh, of a historic day in our country. And- I, I, Steve, I, I think he was uh, celebrating uh, you know, a historic day in our country. So that's the that's the real rule. The rule isn't you need a mask on federal property at all times. The rule now becomes you need a mask on federal property at all times unless you're celebrating. So if you want to go to the Lincoln Memorial and not wear a mask, just, you know, wear a button that says it's my birthday or, you know, celebrating my anniversary or whatever. And then if somebody comes up and says, excuse me, sir, madam, you have to put on a mask and there's an executive order from President Biden, you can say, no, no, it's okay. We're celebrating. We're celebrating. It's a historic day in our country's history. It's it's Friday. Yay, it's Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Everybody, everybody's looking forward to the weekend. So we're taking off our mask. So that's that's not I mean, it's a horrible answer, by the way. And I get it, it was her first day on the job. And and, you know, and I imagine these people, they 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 must just not prepare for everything that Joe Biden is going to do. They're going to have to learn pretty quickly. So so then she says, look, we know that masks are important. Certainly he signed the mask mandate because it's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. OK, so he, <laughs> so she goes back and she says, look, he signed this mask mandate because he understands how important it is to wear masks. Wearing masks can save tens of thousands of lives. Uh, which, again, just makes it even worse that he went out to celebrate at the um, at the uh, Lincoln Memorial without a mask. And he took pictures with his family and everyone else. And, you know, there were there were Secret Service there and yada, yada, yada. So this guy, Steve, asks a follow up question, which I think is a really great question. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? I love, by the way, that there's somebody in the media paying attention to Joe Biden and throwing his words back in his face, or in this case, in the face of Jen Psaki. Because he's saying Joe Biden always says it's not just uh, the power of our it's not just leading by example, but the power of our whatever it was that he said. I don't even know. I don't even say, but there is power in example. And Joe Biden's giving a bad example. And so this this secret this press secretary, who, by the way, is no Kaylee. Kaylee McEnany would have would have been able to handle. First of all, uh, Kaylee McEnany wouldn't have had to handle this because what Donald Trump says he did. 
He never he, he said stuff that people hated, but he never backtracked on it. He always did it. If he said something, he was going to do it. If he said we don't need we don't need mask mandates, he would walk around without a mask on. You wouldn't even have to you wouldn't even have to worry about this. But here's poor Joe Biden saying wear a mask. Then he goes out. Oh, forgot my mask. And now this Jen Psaki's got to clean up the mess. And she's half the press secretary that Kayleigh McEnany was. So she's confused. She's lost. She doesn't know what to do. So she answers this guy's question. With the worst answer you could give as a spokesperson for the president of the United States. We take a number of precautions, but I don't think I think we have big, bigger issues to, to worry about at this moment in time. We have bigger issues. We do. What's bigger than the covid uh, crisis? What's the bigger issue? That's crazy. So here's the Joe Biden White House on one day saying the COVID-19 crisis is so huge. It's so astronomical. It's so difficult. It's so deadly. It's so important to America that I am mandating that you must wear a mask when you're on federal property at all times. Celebration or no celebration. Masks required on federal land. Then he goes out to federal land without a mask. And the press secretary says, look, we've got bigger issues to deal with in this country. No, you don't. (laughs) Not according to your boss. 855-765-1045. We talked about the other. There's two Joe Bidens. There's the there's the I say this Joe Biden and the I do this Joe Biden. And just ignore the I say this Joe Biden because he doesn't know what he's saying. Watch the I do this Joe Biden. That's where you're going to that's when you're going to see where this country is really headed. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark Show next. Every time I see Nancy Pelosi do a briefing, she's wearing a mask. I have yet to see her without a mask at any of these briefings. So why can't President Biden wear a mask during his briefings? Come on, man. Oh, by the way, we got to talk about the Caban man thing, too, because that happened yesterday as well with a reporter. He, uh, gosh, maybe we should, I don't know if we should get into that. All right, maybe we should, anyway, there's a lot of, listen, Joe Biden, we're starting, I mean, Joe Biden is a politician. He's been a politician for like his entire life. He loves to remind us of that. And there's a couple things about professional politicians you need to know. Number one, you really can't trust all of them. Number two, you really never know where they stand. They basically go, you know, they blow around like the wind. Most of them are like bed sheets hanging from a clothesline. And if the wind's blowing this way, they're leaning that way. And if the wind's blowing the other way, they go the other. That's the majority of professional politicians, which is another great reason why we need term limits. But the other thing you need to know about politicians is they're always making rules for you, but not for themselves. And not for themselves. We saw that with Joe Biden not wearing a mask at the Lincoln Memorial. Something else Joe Biden does that doesn't really bother me, but I could see it bothering a large contingent of the population, especially the Democrats. I could see a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden getting very upset by what he's been doing and been doing for a long time. Uh, Joe Biden is, is famous for saying, come on, man. We've heard that how many times? Come on, man. And, and yesterday during a, uh, during one of these math, one of his daily, I mean, and he does them sometimes two or three times a day, one of these daily, executive order signature workout programs where he signs as many executive orders as he possibly can in a in a brief amount of time he came out and he started signing more executive orders re- regarding covid um, 19 relief started talking about his, his rollout plan and then a reporter asked him a question about why there wasn't why there wasn't more vaccine he's like you're basically signing an executive order for a hundred thousand back this is exactly what we do now you're not really changing the the rules or the game at all why, you know, what is the point of this? And listen to Joe Biden's response. Or higher than peace where the U.S. is right now. When I announced it, you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break, man. He goes, look, you're signing an executive order for however many vaccines. That's where we are now. I mean, why? Why, why, why wouldn't you give more? And Joe Biden says, when you, you know, when I saw so you said it wasn't even possible. Give me a break, man. When I announced it, you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break, man. Come on, give me a break, man. Now, this is my biggest problem. I don't have a problem with his vaccine rollout plan or the fact that he's pretending to be doing more than he's actually doing. I mean, like I said, he's a Democrat. He's a politician. We know that's what they do. That's how, they, that's how he's managed to stay in Washington, D.C. so long without actually accomplishing anything. But the problem I have and the problem I think more Democrats should have with this guy is that he keeps saying, come on, man, give me a break, man. And we saw just two weeks ago where Speaker Pelosi 
looked at the pronouns and looked at the the verbiage, the male and female accentuated verbiage that was being used in the House of Representatives and got rid of it all. She didn't want anyone being called a mom or a dad. You got to call them a parent. She didn't want anyone being called a sister or a brother. You call it a sibling. She didn't want anyone being called an aunt or an uncle. You call it, you know, your parents' siblings on twice removed on your on your male or on your non-gendered uh, cousin side. Whatever it was, she has a whole list because it's very you have to be sensitive to people who aren't sure what their pronouns are or people who may identify with different pronouns than the one ones that they were born with. And in fact, Joe Biden signed an executive order allowing Male students in high school who who uh, I guess are, you know, see themselves or or what is it you um, what's it called when you you're not you're a boy, but you think you're a girl. What's that called? It's called you associate. As, is that what it is? Happy to help. OK, I, I don't know. No, you just go identify. Identify. Thank yeah. you. You I, now if you're in high school and you're a boy and you identify as a girl, you can go in the girls restroom. You can go in the girls locker room. You can play girls sports or women's athletics women's athletics can be played by again biological men thanks to joe biden's executive order so it seems like he's in tune with the lgbtq plus community but then he's running around yelling come on man and and that's unacceptable that is just uh that is a double standard that you can't have in leadership he should either he should either, you know, reject the use of these specific pronouns or the banning of specific pronouns in government, or he should adopt his own rules. He should adopt his party's own rules. And instead of saying, come on, man, give me a break, he should say, come on, person, because he doesn't know if this reporter identifies himself as a man or as a as a woman or as a they or as a Z or as a zebra. I don't know what it is, but they, he has no idea what this guy's feeling inside. And just because he looks like a man doesn't mean he is a man. And to say, come on, man, to his face is offensive. And it is not something that a Democratic president who is in tune with the needs of the LGBTQ plus community would do if I were I mean, maybe we start a petition and we force we say we maybe he just doesn't realize it. But you got to bring it to his attention. Come on, man, is is gender specific and we can't be gender specific uh, in the Biden administration. It's got to be come on person or you know what? Why don't you just answer the question instead of coming back with some with some snarky uh, retort? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. One oh four five is our number eight five five seven six five one oh four five. This is Susan in Jacksonville. Hey Susan, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. Hi Mark. Hi. <laughs> sorry, you kinda caught me off guard. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Do I hear it? I'll put you back on hold and we'll try again. Here we go. Ready? All right, Susan, get ready. You're up next in three, two <laughs> Susan, good morning from Jacksonville. How you doing? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great. What's going on? What you want to say today, Susan? Well, I kind of heard that um, our National Guard were kicked out of the Capitol. You kind of heard right. Yeah, you kind of heard right. That happened. That was a big thing last night. Yeah. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Like, from what I heard, a, get this, a Democrat, Will Keating from Massachusetts, complained about them because one of the the guards was not wearing a mask while he was in a Dunkin' Donuts in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, listen, the, that's that's, a, that's basically I mean, you, you seem to know a lot about it. Basically, what happened was you may remember um, right before the inauguration, there were all these images of Capitol, uh, you know, of the of the Capitol being secured by National Guards, men and women. So I'm sorry, National Guards people from all over the uh, all over the country, from here in Florida, from Texas, from New York, from Wyoming. They were all coming to the Capitol um, to protect it. Twenty six thousand troops nationwide came to protect the Capitol. And there were there were images being shared ad nauseum of the troops lining the marble floors of the Capitol building, sleeping inside the Capitol by the by the hundred year old statues, you know, by all the historic monuments, the same place where the protesters broke in and took their selfies and did their live stream videos just a couple weeks earlier. They now had National Guard troops and they were comparing it to the Civil War, not since the Civil War. Have we needed this kind of occupation of the Capitol? Well, we didn't really need it this year either, as we've come to find out. Um, But yesterday, you know, now that the inauguration's over, now that nothing bad happened, the troops were still there. They were still hanging out. They were in the Dunkin' Donuts. This guy apparently wasn't worried about. Anyway, now you got all these Congress people and this one Democrat in particular. And he's like, look, 
do we still need all these National Guards people hanging around our hallways? Like, I'm trying to get to my office. I'm trying to, you know, I'm bringing my mom in here for photo ops, probably. You know, she she's tripping over these National Guardsmen. They're leaving there. Let's face it, they, they, they're probably getting a little ripe. Can we get them out of here? And so he went and complained to whomever. And, you know, the Democrats control the House of Representatives. The Democrats control the Senate. And so the Democrats ordered the National Guard troops to no longer wait or take a break or sleep in the halls of the U.S. Capitol. They ordered them to an adjacent parking garage. And I guess what they didn't realize was that a lot of these National Guard's troops have cell phones, have Twitter accounts, have social media. They started posting photos of themselves saying, wow, that was quick. We were we were you know, Congress. People were shaking our hands and taking pictures with us and patting us on the back two days ago. Now they shoved us in the parking garage because I guess they're basically done. And so these pictures went viral and everybody started. They started getting annoyed. This is how you treat uh, you call them up there to protect Joe Biden from uh, from it from nobody. There was no threat. There was no attack on the Capitol. And now all of a sudden you've got these photos popping up of these these National Guard troops who have been relegated to the parking garage. Well, I'll tell you what, we're not going to take it here in Florida. Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, went on Fox and Friends this morning and said, I'm not letting Nancy Pelosi use our soldiers for her own will. I'm not letting her use them as a prop, as a photo op, and then just abusing them in a, a parking garage. Here's what he said this morning. They're serving right now, helping with vaccinating senior citizens, and they've been on the front lines of the COVID fight. Uh, they're soldiers. They're not Nancy Pelosi servants. So those Florida guardsmen and women or guards people are coming home. Uh, in Texas, Governor Abbott did the same thing. It started this domino effect. And I'll be honest with you. If this kind of treatment and th what's happening today to the National Guardsmen and women in Washington, D.C., these troops, it's going to it's going to take a lot more for Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott and I'm sure a bunch of other governors around there to ever offer up support when the Democrats ask for it in the future. Um, 855-765-1045. But a great point. Hey, thanks. There's more from, by the way, Governor Ron DeSantis, governor of the year. For, I mean, he, if he doesn't win this award as governor of the year, there's a, clearly a there's clearly an issue with whoever. So with the, the, the uh, nominating committee, 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K shows on the way. Stay tuned. 855-765-1045. And 855-765-1045. These are arch, these are, these are, these are soldiers. They're not Nancy Pelosi's servants. Uh, they're soldiers. They're not Nancy Pelosi's servants. Yeah. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. We appreciate that. By the way, uh, we're getting reports and we verified them that President Donald Trump has offered any and all National Guard troops who need a place to stay or to rest or to wash up or whatever use of his Trump Hotel adjacent to the White House. That is actually uh, that's been confirmed that if you're a if you know a National Guard troop who's sitting in a parking lot right now or a parking garage adjacent to the Capitol, send them over to the Trump Hotel. They'll be treated like the heroes uh, that they are. 855-765-1045. Oh, yeah, that's, I heard my own voice coming back at me really loud. Am I that loud in real life? No comments. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Crystal in Louisiana, turn your radio down, and uh, we'll get you here. We'll get you here in just uh, in just a minute. This is CJ in Palm Valley. How you doing, CJ? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark, thanks for having me. Absolutely, CJ. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate your comedic sarcasm probably uh, more than most people do a lot. And I think you've been pretty upbeat this week, and I appreciate that. But I have to say that the reason I'm calling is um, on Wednesday when I heard the giant toilet flush, I realized that uh, I was no longer – I had no power anymore in my own country, and it made me really sad. What do you mean you don't have any power in your own country? It, it means that um, – we're, we're playing in a rigged game, as many of us feel, like that game's rigged. So when my sisters used to cheat at board games, the best way for me to handle that was just to say, I'm not going to play. And and the way, and that's the only way I can see it. Now, initially I thought, I agreed with you, where, like, you shouldn't take your ball and go home and be like, I'm not going to vote anymore. But, and I'm not saying you shouldn't vote down ballot, like for local and, uh, and state stuff, but... I think the only thing that's going to motivate the federal officers who we vote for to actually do something about the rigged game is just call them and say, I'm not going to vote at all, because that will make them panic. If they know we're not going to participate, they'll actually do something. 
because right now they know it's a rigged game and they don't care. They they like the they like it the whole the Kabuki theater of it. Yeah. So if you tell them, hey, I'm not going to participate um, in your rigged game until you fix it, that will motivate them to fix it. So that's my my thought process on it. And okay. I, I know that people disagree with me on that, but I, I'm not saying don't vote in local and state elections. I'm just tell call your federal officers, the people you vote for in a federal seat, and say, I'm not going to vote, and I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to take, I'm not going to register in your party anymore, and I'm not voting, because you won't fix the right game. You won't fix it. All right, CJ, listen, and I I understand those concerns. Um, I really, so you're saying that instead of having power by voting, you think the only power you have left is by not voting. It's telling them they're not going to participate which will then make them panic because that means they're not going to be getting people donating money. They're not going to get people uh, helping them with their election. They're not going to, they're not, no one's going to participate. So if, if it's a rigged game, what does it matter? Why am I, why am I participating in a rigged game? No, I understand. I understand your feelings and I understand that a lot of people feel that way. Um, I will say in my, I will say this in my uh, experience, what you're suggesting it seems like a rational way to get these politicians to do what you want them to do or what you're electing them to do. It seems to you and I, it makes sense. If these people rely on our votes, why wouldn't we just threaten to withhold our votes and say, hey, we're not going to vote at all. So you're going to be out of power. Unfortunately, most people in government are not as rational as you and I are. And there's a there's a better way. There's a better way, I believe, to change the power structure in Washington, D.C. There's a better way to make sure that what happened in 2020 never, ever happens again. There is a way that you and your friends, in fact, you and your friends and the people here in Florida and the people all over that go and vote are the only ones that still hold the power. And when bad things happen, it actually makes you more when they're when when light is shot, when people lose faith in their elected officials and their systems, that's when they get scared of people like you and me, the people that actually have the power. That's when we become ac- absolutely crucial. And I, I, I think there's maybe a better way moving forward. And I'll explain that to you here. In just a minute, because we got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. More, but a valid point, CJ. Great point. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, I'll tell you uh, uh, maybe a different path we can all take in 2024 and in 2022. Coming up next. Stay tuned. So how is it that she's moving full speed ahead with impeachment? She hasn't delivered the article of impeachment yet. She doesn't know when she's going to. And she's still in talks to see how this is going to proceed. Does that sound like full speed ahead? Yeah, I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi saying she's full speed ahead on impeachment. Um, and the Senate, this is a, there's an interesting power struggle going on now in Washington, D.C., because they the Senate wants to impeach Donald Trump now that he's been out of now that he's out of office. And uh, Joe Biden wants all of his cabinet members and, you know, uh, appointees to be confirmed by the Senate. But the Senate, you know, they don't want to do that if they're going to impeach Donald Trump. So they're like, you know, they're, they've got to start negotiating. They've got to do this back and forth. Um, and, you know, and, they're, and they don't have the support of a lot of the country. In fact, we just got a call from a guy, CJ. And he said, look, I don't know what to do. I, know, I, I, I appreciate you being so optimistic about the future, Mark K., but I'm not. And I just don't want to vote anymore. I feel like the system's broken. I feel like I don't have any power in this country. The one thing I did have that gave me a little bit of political power is no longer valid, it seems. Um, so, you know, so what do I do? I, my go, my idea is that I'm not going to vote and I'm going to call my representatives and say, I'm not voting anymore. So until you start doing what I say and that it, I understand the passion, I understand the how people are upset. I understand how people are withdrawing from the system because they're broken. He, he likened it to when his sister would cheat at board games. He would just look at her and say, I'm not going to play with you anymore. And then she would go, no, 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 I promise I won't cheat. And the government doesn't work. The government doesn't work like that. You know, you could say, I'm going to take my ball and go home, but the government's just going to go find somebody who has a ball and, and pony up to them. And in fact, by not voting, you give the other side more power. Instead of taking your ball and going home, what you should do is take your ball and just 
just hurl it at the, your politicians' faces as hard as you can so their nose breaks and there's just blood everywhere. And I'm speaking metaphorically, of course. I'm not saying go and attack your local politician. But if that's the only thing. The only thing they understand is voting. They, they need your vote to get into power. If you say, I don't vote, or if you say, I'm not registered to vote, or if you say, I will, I will refuse to vote for you, they don't care about you because you can no longer help them. You have to tell them you're voting for somebody else. You have to tell them, oh, I'm a voter. If you're not a voter, they don't care. They, like If you told me I don't have a radio or the Internet or a downloadable mobile app, then I'll be honest with you. We, you know, I wouldn't care about you as much as I do if you're listening to the show. Same thing with if somebody walks into your store, if you're a store owner or you own a restaurant, you say, hey, what can I get you? They say, I don't have any money. You're going to be like, all right, well. There's the door. You know, I don't need you. I don't need you loitering around my place if you don't have anything. If you're not going to buy anything, that's your vote to politicians. So to tell a politician, I don't have a vote, you are telling them they don't need to care about you and they won't. You need to do the opposite. You need to go to your politicians and you need to say, I have a vote and I'm going to use it to vote against your ass. And if you're if you're like, well, wait a minute, my politicians are all. On, in my party or my politicians, they may not, they may be in your party, but they may not be on your side. Meaning, what you need to do is, is for example, here in Florida, we have two senators: a really strong senator and a kind of wishy-washy, not so strong senator. And one of those senators is up for grabs in two years. He's got to, he's got to renew his contract with the people of the state of Florida. And I'll be honest with you, right now, I'm not really interested in signing it. In fact, just this morning, one of our senators in Florida is whining about Joe Biden and talking about how the Democrats are already Joe Biden's lost jobs. And he signed these terrible orders that allow boys to play girls sports. And the Democrats are getting so and even Antifa hates Joe Biden. He's like, how do you like it now? But he's just as much to blame because when it came time to object to some of the electoral votes in the Senate, he didn't do it. One of our senators did. The other one didn't. So not only do you have to go to your go to your politicians and say, look, I'm voting and I'm not voting for you. You need to tell them who you are voting for. You need to find the Matt Gateses out there. You need to find the Ron DeSantis's out there. You need to find the the Lindsey Boberts or the or the Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who just yesterday filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden when no one else had the guts to do it. People who have been in Congress for decades didn't have the guts to do it, but she did. And she did it yesterday. And it'll go nowhere, but she still did it. And if you vote for as many of those people as you can, you're going to start to see changes. You're going to see changes in the system. You're going to see changes in the government. And you're going to get America back. Liz Cheney, great. She's a Republican. Her dad's dick. Are we great? That's fantastic. She's not doing you or anyone in Wyoming any good right now. So you probably should call your friends in Wyoming and say, hey, you know what? Can you get rid of her, please? Because she ain't helping the cause. We might as well just have a Democrat in there. Your vote is your power, man. That's the only power that you have. Don't just give it away. And also keep in mind that, yes, it looks like the federal government, like they always say, what the what is the uh, the, the poop rolls downhill or whatever. It's it's not true. That's one of the biggest falsehoods that you can that you can uh, that you can hear out of government. It's not that the that the poop dribbles downhill or whatever. I don't even know what is this. What am I saying? What's the saying I'm looking for? I'm afraid to talk to you right now. You're, you're saying all kinds of crazy things. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if whatever it is, the poop dribbles downhill. Someone knows it on the stream. You'll tell me that's not true. It goes up. Government starts locally. You have local politicians that you vote for. If you don't like the way the election laws in your state work, guess who chooses those? Your local Senate, your your statewide legislators. You have to be cognizant as to who you're voting in and, and the way they're voting. You need to go and reach out to them. So many people don't do that. The states still have the power. It all starts with the states. If you want to make sure that your president isn't impeached twice for ridiculous things, make sure you're sending the right people to Congress. And every state has Congress people. And find the districts where the Congress people are lousy and say, you're being lousy. You're out. We're going to put somebody else in. If you, I have a woman who wrote me like three times. She wants to run against Adam Kinzinger in Illinois. I got to get in touch with her. But we're going to we're going to help her do that because we don't like Adam Kinzinger. Is he a Republican? Yeah. But does he vote like a Republican? No. Doesn't help anybody. It actually starts locally and it goes 
all the way up. So if you have local people in place that are doing the job you hired them to do, and if your state's laws are ready to go, if you can run an election properly like the state of Florida can, like Ron DeSantis has been able to do, great. If you can run an election like the state of Texas can do, awesome, blossom. If you can run an election, if you can make sure that your state House and Congress and Senate is all working in sync and there's no corruption, if you have strong leadership in your governor's mansion, unlike Georgia, if you have a strong secretary of state who won't make ridiculous rules with people who are looking to to just take advantage of their weakness, like Georgia, then you are in a good position moving forward and you can be proud that your vote's going to count and you can be excited that your vote is going to count and that you're going to have the leaders that you that you deserve who will take care of you. And and I would say, please don't withdraw. Don't. Here's the thing. Don't think that you need to not play the game anymore. Just, you know, you got to keep playing the game. You just got to you just got to make sure you know all the rules. And the rules are you start with your local government and that's how you change your national government, your federal government. 855-765-1045. All right. Quick break. More of the Marque Show next. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. Again, I, and I apologize that I went off on the voting thing for like a really long time. But I'll be honest. It's like if you say I'm not going to vote anymore, it's like going to war naked. You know, and that's not gonna. That's not gonna. That's not gonna work. First of all, I was gonna laugh at you, and second of all, you're gonna you're gonna be a goner. I mean, unless you're like The Rock or something, but uh, or, or Walker, Texas Ranger, but uh, what's his name, Chuck Norris. But I mean, most people like you can't go. This is a battle. It's a battle for America, and your weapon is your vote. And if you if you throw down your weapon, you're gonna lose the battle. You're gonna lose, and you have to have the bigger army too. This is the other thing. And someone just sent a super chat. Don't forget to talk about the Patriot Party. And I see on Facebook and I see on Twitter, I see all these places, people talking about a third party, the Patriot Party. Will Donald Trump create the Patriot Party and come back and run as a third party candidate? I hope not, because that would be a horrible idea. I mean, the, the, I don't like this whole. And again, this is just me. You could think totally differently. By all means, we can still be friends. That's the that's the beauty of conservatives. They believe that people can think differently and talk differently and have different beliefs and still be friends. Democrats think that if you think differently and talk differently and act differently, we've got to smash your windows, throw urine bags on your face. And uh, and you've got to be silent. You're not allowed on any social media network either. There's no room for different voices. But here, we're welcome to different opinions. Anywho, the whole thing about the Patriot Party, the third party that they keep talking about, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly against it. Because, first of all, it's, it's going to lose. The Democrats are, I mean, you look at the votes, you look at the split, you look at, you look at how this whole election, you know, factored out. You're really at, at half the country thinking one way and half the country thinking the other. If you take one of those halves and you split it in half, then the, you're going to have a half and two quarters. And a half always beats two individual quarters. What we need to do as conservatives is, is take a look at our party and think, what do we all agree on? What do we think is the best way forward? And and not only not only inspire people to vote, not only inspire people to come to the party, but you have to find the basically basically the the bad apples and throw them out of the barrel. Let me give an example from my own life. About two years ago, maybe three years ago, I was sitting on the toilet and I'm reading whatever I'm reading. Or I'm looking at my I don't know what I'm doing. Doesn't matter. I'm on the toilet. All of a sudden I hear it from the ceiling of my bathroom in the wall. Something just go and it scared i jumped up and he was really awkward because you know i was on the toilet anyway i jump up i go what the hell was that and i hear like and then all of a sudden nothing and i didn't think about it until about two days later i started to smell something foul and i thought it was the toilet so i cleaned out the toilet i thought it was this got fouler i started pouring drano down the drain realized something fell from my attic down the wall hit the floor of my bathroom was dead and was now decaying back there Called the exterminator. Guy came in, cut a hole in the wall, put the little, he had the little, you know, like the scope that you put, like the, the little scope that goes in the wall, shined the ladder, and he goes, oh, it's a rat. And I go, oh, great. And I go, is it dead? He goes, yeah. And he pulls out the rat and he sprays some lime so it's off the thing. And he, I go, well, thank God for that. He goes, thank God what? If you got one rat, you got more rats. And I was like, oh, God. So they go in and he sets traps 
and all of a sudden I start hearing he's put plugging holes in the ceiling and in the roof line and he's putting bait traps everywhere. He's like, look, this is going to take a couple weeks, but you might hear some activity. And sure enough, we heard activity and there were rats in the attic and there was a rat in the wall and there were rats running around outside. But we we baited them and we trapped them and we and I went I mean, I went into places in my home I didn't even know existed. I, I put blood, sweat, tears, a whole lot of cash into this project. But I didn't just sell my house and leave. I didn't just buy the house next door and say, well, I don't like this house anymore. I'm going to leave it to the rats and move in next door. Uh, uh-uh. I said, this is my house. I'm fighting for it. I don't like these rats in here. I'm going to get them out. I'm going to make this a utopia. I'm going to make this my castle. I'm going to make this the best place to live. And I'm going to get rid of every gosh darn rat that I can get to. And we had to, I mean, we had pipes replaced. It was not an easy process, but it was well worth the fight. And my house is now my house. And it's my favorite place to be. And I'm in total control. And that's what you do with your political party. You don't like your political party. You don't leave it for the rats to run around and ruin your life. You get the rats out. And actually, thanks to this election, it's pretty easy to see who the rats are. It's pretty easy to see who's not really in line with your views as a voter, who's in line with your views as an American or as a patriot. You can. It's pretty clear. We have a list of 10 of them. Who, who voted to impeach a president that 75 million people wanted to remain in office for four years. Those rats got to go. Don't move. Don't abandon it. You have more. You are, it's your house. Don't let the vermin take over. Get rid of them and make your house your castle. That's, I, that's my advice, and that's what I plan to do, and I hope that everyone else plans to do it. Um, as well, 855-765-1045 is the number, 855-765-1045. Eric Baxter on Facebook said, but what if your rats identify as squirrels? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not because uh, it's more expensive to get rid of a squirrel than a rat, the exterminator, because you have to live trap the apparently. And bats are the worst because bats are protected. So you can't just trap a bat. You have to actually lo- catch it live and find it a new place to live and set it up with, you know, like a wick card. It's, it's horrible. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Listen, quick break. We have more of the Marque Show coming up here in just a minute. Oh, is it time for Fake News Friday? Where's the other? Where's Josh? Josh must have clicked on something because he disappeared. Uh, I think it's time for Fake News Friday. So let's get a couple contestants together. If you want to play Fake News Friday, we got a Marque Show prize pack going out for you. 855-765-1045. We'll do it next. Somebody wrote on Facebook, you can't fix a broken voting system with more voting. And I don't, I don't think that's true because sometimes my uh, garbage disposal gets clogged. And instead of doing anything, I just, like, keep running the garbage disposal. And eventually, you know, it fixes itself. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something to it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Um, all right. It's that time of the week. We have another Marque Show prize pack to give away. And we like to do something on Fridays called Fake News Friday. Yeah, which is very exciting. And uh, what we've done is, you know, and here's the thing. People think that it's that there's no more fake news. They're like, well, Donald Trump's gone. There's no more fake news. No, that's not true. The fake news is still there. There's just nobody to call it out. So really, this game is not less important now. This game is more important because the president of the United States isn't going to call out fake news. And when you in fact, real news, real news is now being called propaganda and um, and insurrectionists speak. And they're trying to shut down whatever real news sources are left, like Newsmax, for example, or Fox News, uh, because because they, they don't want any competition in the news industry. By the way. Quick reminder, Mark K. Show tomorrow, 530, Newsmax TV. Make sure you uh, set your DVRs if you can't be there live. So it's very important that you're able to decipher between real news and fake news, and that's why we play this game every single week. And today we have Patrick on the line from Jacksonville. Hi, Patrick. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Oh, doing really well. Doing really good. You ready for some fake news Friday? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. This should be fun. You will be playing against Brandon, who is in Utah. Hello, Brandon. How? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how? 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 How are you? We're good, man. How? We're good. Uh, no, th- good. Thanks for checking out the uh, show all the way from Utah. We appreciate that. We got to get rid of that senator, otherwise, um, we're rolling. Well, we'll talk about that later. All right, here's what happens, folks. Like I said, one at a time. I'm going to give you a headline. I'll read you the headline, and then I'll ask you to tell me if it's real news or fake news. If you can correctly identify it, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is the big winner. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yep. All right, perfect. Here we go. Patrick, we will start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first Fake News Friday headline. Here we go. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't hear it. Why don't I hear anything? Oh, let me try this one. All right. Right, here we go. Eh, tomato, tomato. All right. Uh, the Space Force, which President Trump created two years ago, carried out a coup and has de- has declared President Trump president of space. Uh-huh. Is that real news or is that fake news? That is fake news. You think Donald Trump is not the president of space? <laughs> Correct. That is That is fake news. Correct. Nicely done. Oh, that fake news. Although, I don't know any other president with the Space Force, so if he wanted to be president of space, probably uh, he could do it pretty easily. Anyway, good job, Patrick. You're on the board with a point. Brandon, are you ready? Yeah. See how easy that was? (laughs) Okay, good. He's like, no, not really. All right. Uh, Here we go. Listen listen carefully and tell us if this is... He's like, I wasn't really paying attention, Mark. I'm sorry. No, I was. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. Uh, A Capitol rioter has been arrested after sending a selfie to his girlfriend's brother, who also happens to be a federal agent. Uh. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, that's a difficult one. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to guess real news. You're going to guess that's real news? Yes. That is real news. Congratulations. New York man's been charged with participating in the January 6th uh, riots in D.C. after allegedly texting a picture and video of himself in the Capitol to his girlfriend's brother, a a special agent with the U.S. Diplomatic Security Service. Uh, He wrote, hey, man, check me out. (laughs) 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 Hey, man, man, watch it. Look where I am. I'm in the Capitol. Don't tell your federal buddies. Uh, Oops. No, yeah, that's, you know, that's why you want to keep these things to yourself. Uh, all right, there we go. We're going to tie it up one-to-one. You guys are doing great at this game. Patrick, back to you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Joe Biden, on Inauguration Day, saw his own shadow and apparently thought that meant we just had six more weeks of his presidency. I'm going to go with fake news on that one. Joe Biden saw his own shadow on Inauguration Day, got confused, thought that meant he was just going to be president for six more weeks. You think that's fake news? I believe that's fake news. That is fake news. Congratulations. <laughs> you are fake news. Yeah, nicely done. That was, although, I mean, he could, you know, if anyone, I saw my shadow. Oh, my God. I only, Jill, pack up. We only got six more weeks. Uh, there we go. Good job. It's a two to one. Brandon, you, all right, you need this one to tie it up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Here we go. CNN has released a free downloadable. I'd pay more than free for that. You know, the thing. Yeah, take two. CNN releases a free downloadable report on its website for Republicans called 15 Ways to Cope When You Don't Like the President. Is that real news or fake news? Oh dang! I'm gonna guess real news. You're gonna you think that's real news? I'm hey, gonna guess real news. CNN shifty. Fi- oh, you said shifty, right? Yeah, he said shifty. Oh, yeah, shifty. Yeah, shifty. Uh, Fifteen ways to cope when you don't like the president is not on the yeah. CNN oh. website yet. They could still. They could still. They couldn't even come up with 15 ways. Come on. All right. That's okay. That was a tough one. That was a tricky one. Um, Let's go back to Patrick. Here we go, Patrick. Are you ready? Yep. Listen carefully. Joe Exotic had a fully stocked limousine on standby near the prison as he waited for his last minute presidential pardon, which never came to be. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say that's real news. You're going to say that's real news. <laughs> Joe Exotic from the Tiger King was so sure, so certain that he was going to be uh, pardoned by the president that he had a fully stocked limo waiting for him at the prison. Real news. That is real news. <laughs> real news. <laughs> can, you, can, you imagine, can you imagine peeking through the bars going, there's my limo. I'm going to be in there in just a minute. And then all of a sudden it's like tick, tick, noon. He's like, 
oh, damn it, and you watch it drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. All right, someone write to Biden. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah, three, uh, three, one. All right, Brandon, here we go. You need this one to stay in it. Are you ready? Yeah. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Donald Trump has been criticized by his... Wait, what? Oh, Donald Trump has been criticized by his staunchest allies for loudly denouncing the incoming Biden administration and not just spying on them like every other president would do. Is that real news or is that fake news? Donald Trump has been loudly has been criticized by his allies for loudly denouncing the incoming Biden administration and not just spying on them like all the other presidents do. Um, let's go real news on that one. That is fake news. Oh, that is oh, that fake. I'm not very good yeah. today. No, that's okay. You know what? That's it's <laughs> tough. A lot of these are tough. Uh, but I'll tell you what. With only one question, with only two questions left, and a score of three to one, Patrick, congratulations! You wrapped this thing up. You are our fake news Friday winner oh. today. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on one second, Patrick. We're, your limo's waiting outside. Uh, just don't mind, don't mind all the all the tiger print interior. It was meant for somebody else. Uh, we're gonna hook you up with a we're gonna help you hook you up with a Marquesio prize pack, and we've got time for a couple more phone calls. So everybody, stay tuned. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. If you want to get uh, if you want us to squeeze you in, it's the Marquesio. We'll be right back. Marquee show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is the number. And I forgot about the motorcycle. Maybe I'll skip my kids' motorcycles. Yeah, it's the safest option. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no so we were talking about uh, stick shifts because, uh, you know, I was trying to explain to my children about uh, having a stick shift and driving a manual transmission. And they didn't know. I was like, you have to learn. But then I'm like, well, how do, where do I even find one? I'm going to have to go on eBay in a couple of years, just buy some old truck or something to teach kids about manual transmissions because they're nowhere to be found. Then Josh reminded me motorcycles are manual. Most yeah, of them. Most of them. I, there yeah. are. You know, I think the electric ones are called scooters, but uh, but they're manual. I was like, I'll just buy him a bike. What about the uh, mean, the Cybertruck? That's electric. Do you think that'll be a stick shift? I don't. I'm Aren't pretty you sure. Get the cyber truck? I don't think about that. It goes zero to 60 in 2.8 seconds. I'm pretty sure I can't shift that. Oh, I'm pretty man. sure it's. I'm pretty sure everything, I mean, it drives itself. I guarantee you there's no shifter. Just like a first, paddle. a third, and a sixth. And also, I'll be honest with you. Ever since I put down my deposit on the Cybertruck, crickets from Elon Musk. No way, really? He's been flying into space. Oh, man. He's he had been, a great he, 2020. He became the richest man in the world. Yeah. But I'm like, that's nice and all. Part of your riches is the $100 I put down for my Cybertruck, and I've heard crickets from you. So let's get back to that. Uh, 855 1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. All right, let's see. Uh, let's get in. Let's squeeze a couple more people in here in just a minute. This is Ricky in Maryland. Hi, Ricky. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, doing great, man. Thanks so much for calling, Ricky. What's up? What did you want to say today, sir? Hey, I was, I was calling about the uh, Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. I uh, understand that Canada's trying to get up a lawsuit against uh, the United States for $800 million if they cut that pipeline off. Yeah. I mean, look, they're not the only ones. There's going to be, yeah, TC, Canada, they're going to sue. I guarantee there's some unions that are going to sue. Listen, this is the problem. And people, they, I don't know. And again, it goes back to the voting. People just, they're either, they don't get it or they're way too optimistic or they've just been snowed over. I don't know what. But the only people that are being hurt by Joe Biden's uh, executive order canceling the XL pipeline contract is, are his voters. You know, the people the people that are going to be building that pipeline and operating that pipeline here in the United States are union workers who were told by their union bosses to support Joe Biden because he's from Scranton. He's he's from Delaware. He's one of us. He's blue collar. He's good old Joe. Good old no malarkey Joe. Vote for him. Support him. He's one of us. He's not. He's not at all. He's a he's a socialist environmentalist wacko. He'd rather he'd rather shut down a pipeline which is clean, effective, efficient, gets us oil from, you know, a nice place like Canada, not a politically and unstable place like the Middle East. It, you know, it's it's a safe way to transport the oil to the United States instead of an unsafe way, like putting it into old tankers that have been around for like 55 years and are going to leak all over the ocean, killing God knows how many how many waterfowl and fishes and sharks and whatever else is. I don't know, whatever. There's like jellyfish. I don't know, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff living in the ocean is my point. I mean, this it makes no sense to anybody except except 
that Donald Trump liked it. All of this legislation is is just Donald Trump liked it, so we're not. If you think about it, really, they're still running on we're not Trump. They ran on we're not Trump. They said anything Trump touched was bad. We're going to do the opposite, and that's all he's doing. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump did something good for the world or if he did something bad for the world. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump had positive legislation or negative legislation. They're going to undo everything. The XL pipeline is great for Canada. It's great for the United States. It's great for you. For me. There's not one person. There's not one person except, of course, for the Middle East and the environmentalists who could find a problem with it. But Joe Biden, because Donald Trump was behind it, is against it. Same thing with the border wall. Not only now has he stopped construction, he wants to tear it down. That seems like a great use of our resources. Why? Donald Trump was against it. Half of these orders he's signing, he probably uh, he probably disagrees with. But A, he's probably not reading them. And B, it doesn't matter because he's got to be the anti-Trump. That's why he's saying everyone's got to wear a mask on federal property, even though he doesn't seem to agree with it himself. And his press secretary says, listen, we have bigger problems. We have bigger things to worry about than people wearing masks, which is odd because he told us that was the first thing he was going to do is mandate everyone wear a mask so that we could stop this COVID-19 issue. And if Donald, I mean, look, what else did Donald Trump? I'm a little shocked, by the way, that Joe Biden is trying to be the anti-Trump so much. I'm a little shocked because Donald Trump, you may remember, didn't take a salary. He donated his salary. He made zero dollars for four years from the American people, donated his salary I'm a little shocked that Joe Biden isn't taking two salaries. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm a little shocked he's not like, oh yeah, Donald Trump donated his salary. Well, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna take twice as much money for doing half the work. I'm a little shocked that's not happening. They, these people still. They're. They're. They're still angry with Donald Trump. They're still deranged about it. So they're not really. They're not legislating because it's good for the country. They're legislating because it's the opposite of what Donald Trump did, whether it's good for America or not. Uh, I hope, I'll be honest with you. I hope Canada does sue. I hope Canada sues and I hope they win. And if they lose, I hope I hope Canada mounts up their horses and they invade the northern border. You know, they're all like, we're invading, eh? We want our pipelines them on the horse because they're Royal Canadian mounted police. You know, not a lot of people. No, anyway, we got to go. Uh, we'll be back Monday morning, bright and early, 10 a.m. for more. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy this Monday for the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh coming up. And tomorrow at 5.30 on Newsmax TV, the Marque Show. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.